please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. Hey, it's Greg McIntyre with McIntyre Elder Law, helping seniors protect their assets and legacies. And I wanted to tell you this morning a little bit about myself. This year, this upcoming year, 2021, you're going to get to know me a lot better um, and why I am the way I am and how I got here. So <clears throat> I'm talking to you from my old neighborhood in Riverbend. It's a golf course neighborhood. I grew up in the house beside where I am right now. We bought the house beside where I grew up. And... <clears throat> had great loving parents, but my first business was selling golf balls back to golfers. We lived on the first hole. They would slice them directly into my yard. I would go pick them up on a daily basis. I would clean them up. They had hit them once, you know, bought them at the clubhouse. And uh, then I would go back between hole one and two, and I would sell the golf balls back to the golfers. I would clean them up. I would present them in a nice way. And I would give them great service. I would talk to them when they came up and, you know, basically sell the golf balls that they hit back to them. And I learned a ton about customer service and business and doing that and being just, you know, being repetitive, doing the same thing over and over again, showing up at the same spot, having a great corner, um, all those things. And then even competition, my, um, uh, the golf pro, who's still the golf pro there today, would call my parents from time to time and say, your son's down there selling golf balls between one and two again. Go get him. Because he didn't want me to compete with his business. Because they were making money off selling $6 sleeves of golf balls or more. And I was undercutting them on price. But I persevered. My parents were pretty flexible with me, and they understood that I wanted to uh, make a dollar, and uh, they applauded my ingenuity and hard work. So they weren't really very hard on me. I'm sure they said, okay, we'll tell him. Uh, but, uh, you know, I kept selling golf balls every Saturday morning. How about that? <clears throat> and then I started cutting grass for neighbors, too. Got a nice list of neighbors and people on my street to cut grass for and uh, just ran that like a business as well. And that was a really good intro for me. I went to Crest High School in Cleveland County. Um, I won't say I was the best student toward the end of my high school career, but I had a lot of fun. And then I went to into the Navy, the U.S. Navy and did most of my college career while I was in the Navy. I learned a lot about hard work, dedication, service, and patience in the Navy. And um, I won't say it was all fun because it wasn't. Some of it was scary. And I've got about a year and a half in time in on aircraft carriers, <clears throat> going around the world, uh, protecting our country, and uh, playing my part, my role in that big machine. So um, I'm proud to have been a service member. I love all our service members and veterans out there. I'm proud to be a, a certified attorney through the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs today and help veterans with their benefits. 
and talked to them regularly. Met with the family this week on Veterans Aid and Attendance Pension Benefits. And it really helps that I can identify with them where they've been. Um, I just find that in life, period. I've had certainly my set of struggles. I was a knucklehead toward the end of my high school career and probably cared more about cars and girls than I did academics at that point. Um, so I needed to go in the Navy to grow up a little bit. I really did. And, um, and I did. I mean, nothing like sitting you out on your own um, with structure, but, uh, you know, having to figure it out to, uh, to inspire independence and uh, to sow the wild oats a little bit and grow up and um, see the world. And one of the biggest things I was talking to Theron Causey, who's one of our attorneys, that the Navy gave me when I was growing up or becoming a young man was uh, perspective going around the planet, seeing other cultures, and that everything isn't just Shelby, North Carolina. Love Shelby, uh, love Charlotte, love the area, love Western North Carolina, but uh, it's a big world out there. And um, to understand that, to appreciate different cultures and their perspective, it just gives you a worldview that is totally different than if you were just born, raised in one place and stayed there your entire life. It's just different. And I appreciate that. Um, I did most of my undergrad while I was in the Navy. <clears throat> I was married pretty young, had kids at 25. I have six children now. Um, went to grad school after I'd already had a child. I was a computer programmer, learned to program computers young, kind of self-taught at, say, eight years old. And I went, programmed computers um was in that computer industry in Cary, North Carolina, in the Research Triangle part for a couple of years coming out of the Navy and out of college, undergrad. While I studied for the law school acceptance test, decided where I wanted to go to law school and um, started to raise our young child, Jordan, Jordan McIntyre. And in law school, luckily I had the GI Bill. I will say that. The, the military was a great vehicle to help me go to grad school and to pay for two-thirds of my college while I was in. I got that benefit as well, which was great. Um, and then worked three jobs during law school, uh, both as a legal intern, waited tables, and, and bartended during law school. And uh, one of the biggest takeaways I had ever was waiting tables, hands down, serving the public. Serving the public, waiting tables for me was not only one of my favorite jobs, but also taught me a ton about sales, about how to present something to a person you want to buy it, you know, who you want, who, whom you want to buy that food or that dessert or whatever it is, like restaurants. I don't know why they present desserts, desserts last. Would you like dessert? When, you know, the best time to sell dessert is when you start, uh, when you're hungry, right? Uh, before you eat your meal. But uh, so sales and service. Service was another huge takeaway. Um, just doing whatever I could to bend over backwards to serve people. Um, and that that in the end was the right thing to do and paid off. So those are the biggest takeaways that I took that have helped me in business and running a law firm. Absolutely no doubt. And at this point, our firm has saved literally hundreds of millions of dollars, hundreds of millions and money and property for individuals and families. And I'm very proud of that. I started a law firm 
that has saved hundreds of millions of dollars in money and property for people. And I'll tell you why I did that and how that came about. When I got out of law school, I did a ton of real estate, but I was also doing kind of some other things as well. Um, real estate as well as a ton of criminal law, criminal trials, jury trials, which take a lot out of you, by the way, but I really enjoy and miss. Um, still do trials with um, civil litigation. Um, and But but you just kind of look at your life backwards and everything makes sense. It gave me a ton of experience to do that. Um, with, uh, with the law firm, I worked for other attorneys first and the real estate experience was invaluable to me. But then I survived a huge market crash in 2008. 2008 hit real estate hard, hit everybody hard, and real estate attorneys really weren't closing many loans. So I really branched out and started doing even more trial work and divorces and custody battles and everything else. You name it, if you had a legal problem, you were my client. So, uh, And we fought hard. I, I, I fight hard. I love to fight. That's something you may not know about me. I absolutely love to fight, whatever it may be. You know, I love a good challenge. How about that? I love a challenge. And, um, and, and that gets me going. So, so all that experience, you know, led to me starting McIntyre Elder Law, um, really called the McIntyre Law Firm at the time in 2009. It kept going. We didn't really switch to McIntyre Elder Law until say 2000. 12, I think 2012, 2013, we switched to just McIntyre Elder Law because I'd narrowed down my practice area um, to just one thing. Diversification, I think, is extremely overrated, both in investment and in business. You know, people want to have a restaurant and serve everything on the menu, or they want to have investments and, you know, they want to diversify into everything. Look, you know, the people that were really successful and are extremely successful on planet Earth do not diversify. You know, uh, Andrew Carnegie, uh, uh, you know, uh, just, you know, the people that built this country were not diversified. They either built railroads or they were in oil like Rockefeller or something like that. They didn't also build houses on the side and they were plumbers and they did all this other stuff. They did one thing and they did it really, really well. So the law is a big place, same thing. I wanted to do one thing and do it really, really, really well. And elder law is a place that can have some danger and liability for the attorney. Um, you're handling people's assets and affairs and money and math and you know, what if and future changes in the law and the law is always forever changing in that landscape of elder law and estate planning and benefits and Medicaid and those things. So I found that I was pretty good at that, at doing that. And, and I really felt comfortable there. So that's where I stuck, stuck and stayed. So we did, we did the opposite of diversify. We changed from a general practice to just doing one thing and one thing really, really well. And at this point, you know, we, we presented options for people, uh, whether it be trust, LLCs, uh, complicated estate plans, tax planning, deed work to essentially save hundreds of millions of dollars for people over time. Um, and, 
that makes me very proud. One of the reasons that I narrowed down to just elder law is this, because I did like a lot of the other areas too. Love criminal law, no two sweeter words in the English language than not guilty for a defense attorney, especially if you're up against the power of the state and all their assets and resources and those things. Um, but, you know, you may not feel great about it afterwards. Everybody else might not be happy, but anyway. Um, I had a grandfather, one of my grandfather, my dad's dad, Worth McIntyre. I wrote a book about his situation. It's called Saving the Farm. And it starts off with a story just about him. And he essentially was in assisted living for over 14 years. Lost everything he had. Everything. He used to love to trade trucks. I swear he'd trade trucks every couple of weeks, Worth would. But uh, even his truck, you know, in the end, gone. And it's just because of the overwhelming cost of of long-term care. Um, I mean, it can take everything you've saved for your entire life in the last few years of your life, <clears throat> which is heartbreaking for some people. I imagine it doesn't do good for the ego or your pride at all to not be able to pay for things. Um, if he would have had someone like me, if my grandfather would have had an attorney like me, with the tools that we both developed, discovered, and and present and offer people, um, then he could have saved, literally saved the farm. I mean, you know, he and my grandmother worked their entire life. They had six kids. You know, they were tenant farmers and furniture makers and mill workers and and managed to eke out, you know, enough money to buy a little farmhouse in Lattimore and ended up losing everything in the end, essentially, because he didn't plan and he couldn't plan. The attorneys at the time did not have the tools and or there were general practices. So I said, you know, I think there are enough people out there that have experienced what my family and my grandfather has experienced that we can make a living just doing one single little area of law. And that's the point, that decision point where you find all these other tools and options and develop departments within that area that everything expands out. So that was a huge thing in my life. I'm a huge believer in doing one thing really well. I'm not a huge fan of diversification. Um, and essentially, I think I have a good, I have a, I, I'm a hardworking person. I, I will say that. And I, I obsess over things. So if, if you have a problem or I need to do something with marketing, or uh, I need to write something, I'm going to sit down and plan and obsess over it until I get it done. Um, and that's how we've approached our clients, our services, building our business, our practice, our brand, writing books. It's the same thing. It's setting down, setting out an outline, making a plan, and staying after it with a single-minded obsession and determination until it's done. And then you got to go critique it and edit it, and, and it's a never-ending process. But but that's the same thing we do with people when we plan. We sit down at the conference table. We look at your life. We look at your assets. We talk about what your goals are. And we fashion a plan to help you not wind up in the same situation that my grandfather wound up in when I was younger. So if you, a little bit of planning, 
you know, planning ahead, sitting down with a competent attorney who has legal tools to help you and the experience to help you and has been there before and says, okay, well, this is, you know, this is what I've seen work in the past or this is what I might recommend. Between the two of you, it's a nice dance too because you'll come in with your own recommendations and thoughts. It's a nice way to get to the result that you want to achieve your goals, whatever that might be, whether it's spend all your money during your life whether it's have long-term care insurance, whether it's um, to protect uh, your rental properties that you have, whether it's to protect your home, whether it's to send the grandkids to college. Um, all those things we've done repeatedly and, again, help people save hundreds of millions of dollars cumulatively with our clients over time, cumulatively with our clients over time. And I'm extremely proud of that, extremely proud of that. Um, so, you know, if you, a lot of you out there may have had similar experiences kind of crawling before you walk in the military and, and kind of trying to build a legacy, raising a family, uh, you know, working hard your entire life. And it has not been roses. I mean, it's been hard. There's been times where, I mean, I didn't know if I could do it anymore. I, I didn't know if I could juggle employees or team members anymore or deal with taxes or um, regulation, um, just just the mountain of crap that comes with running a business and trying to grow and being successful um, in our country today is, I'm not whining, I mean, and I'm fortunate, but it has not all been roses and it's not all easy. And if you've ever tried to build a business, you understand that. If you go to a job every day in a business, you understand that. You got to work hard every day. Good morning, Sarah Causey. So anyway... Um, thanks for listening. It's been an interesting road and uh, a fun journey. I, I'm extremely thankful for all our clients. Um, and if I can help you or your family plan to help protect your hard-earned money and property, call us. Our office number is 704-749-9244 or go to mcelderlaw.com. We offer free consults right on the website there. Send us a message. We'll set that up ASAP. We have offices in three towns now, okay? Hendersonville, which is right outside of Asheville. I love the Hendersonville area. Shelby, which is my hometown, which is where I'm at right now, which I love. I love our Shelby office. Also on a great corner, just like my golf ball business. Um, and Charlotte, which is also on a, an amazing corner, the center of Charlotte, on the corner of Tryon and Trade. Um, I learned that early on. Um, so, so we're conveniently located close to you if you're in Western North Carolina, surrounding area. Even if you're up in Hickory, you know, Morganton, we, we get up there all the time. Um, speaking of not knowing whether we were going to be able to continue doing business when this pandemic hit, I almost shut our office down. I literally almost shut us down. We do seminars. I'm a speaker. I've, I've done hundreds and hundreds of speaking engagements all around North Carolina and virtually in person, um, you name it, you needed a speaker for your event. I was there. I've done speakers, speaking engagements for a house full of, uh, uh, you know, packed houses of hundreds of people to, I did a seminar at a church one time where one person showed up and you better bet I gave a, an awesome little seminar to her and then we talked. Okay. So that ended when the pandemic hit, that was shut down. 
I didn't know how we were going to get our message out there or how we were going to make it at all. I'll, I'll tell you what we did is we decided to stay open and we decided to take it day by day. Sailing. That's what we've been doing. That's what we call it. Sailing. When you're sailing, you, you know where you're going. You got your destination. But the wind's coming from a different direction every day. It may change during the day, the direction it's coming from. But you adjust your sails. So you gauge, you know, where the wind's coming from that day. You don't get excited or stressed over it. You adjust your sails. You make decisions accordingly. And you plan the day. So every day, we've had extreme events happen. People wreck cars. Um, I'll go pick them up for work. You know, sickness, whatever it may be, we adjust and we keep moving. So every day we've been fortunate to be able to sail and keep going toward our destination. And we've had an amazing year. I hope you have. It's been a weird year, tough year, but I feel like I feel proud to have made it through this year so far coming to the year's end and uh, getting ready to plan for 2020. So again, if we can help you plan, I feel like a lot of what we do is having faith and planning. And that's a big part of my life and what we do for clients. So call us at 704-749-9244 or go to mcelderlaw.com online uh, to book your free consult today. Thanks. Have a great day. Put off planning till things get slow Tomorrow's never promised today Don't get too busy and let it all slip away Please don't wait till it's too late Call McIntyre Elder Law Foundational planning or more complex We can help when you're perplexed If a loved one needs long-term care We can help avoid some of the scare Please don't wait till it's too late Call McIntyre Elder Law Estate planning benefits and even probate we take the planning piece off your plate If you or your spouse were in the military We can help with benefits for your family Please don't wait till it's too late Call McIntyre Elder Law 